gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron here. You are listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. And we are very proud to say this is episode number 275. And today we'll be talking about current medical news, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, and uh, I'll bring you something on coconut oil. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us, and we're rarely we have an attitude of gratitude for your follow. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, you know that well, we always have an attitude of gratitude for making us so popular and uh, listened to by so many people here in uh, and in, in Europe. So thank you so much, and. And Alfred Whitehead said, no one achieves success, no one who achieves success does so without the help of others. The wise and confident acknowledge this help with gratitude, always an attitude of gratitude. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to keep everybody happy here, uh, if I can find my sheet, that uh, the information that you hear in this program uh, where it happened to it, ladies and gentlemen. I usually write on the top of my stack, but I have so much stacks of paper because we are going to try to bring it, bring you this program uh, on, with video also on uh, on Facebook and on YouTube and maybe another another platform. So, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any medical information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or your treatment with your physician. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, I've been working very hard with Dr. Jerry on trying to bring you this program on uh, uh, with a video component. And uh, I have to tell you, we also have uh, confirmed that we're going to have Dr. William Wong on October 2nd, make that October Second and October 16th, October 2nd, October 16th. You'll receive a blast on that. Uh, he will be talking about systemic enzymes and also be talking about uh, estrogen and male hormones and uh, just uh, in his inevitable way, just bring things down to earth for you. With that, let me introduce Dr. Jerry. Dr. Jerry, how are you? Howdy. I'm doing great. Yeah, howdy. <laughs> that was Dr. Wong's Dr. signature Wong. entry. <laughs> when he answers answers your email, howdy, Doc. <laughs> it, it, it's just great. Well, you know, you know, I, I am getting ready for today's show, ladies and gentlemen. We have been putting a lot of time into it, different ways of bringing it to you, but. I also uh, get a lot of emails from a lot of people, and we are just being so abused and used and schooled and fooled. Uh, the And I came across the seven classic propaganda techniques, and I think the, the pharmaceutical companies and the uh, – and government have been using this on us. The name-calling technique of derogatory terms, discriminatory words used to arouse suspicion and prejudice. In other words, if you don't get your flu shot, you know, making you feel guilty. And, and, and generalities like slogans and catchphrases and highly generalized statements that, that sound good but mean little or prove nothing, such as the science is settled. Well, science is never settled. I think Jerry will agree with that. And how about the linking of a company or an industry idea with a revered symbol? Well, we, we've all we've we've seen that. That's a that's another way of uh, propaganda. Testimonials by respected authorities. Uh, you know, we've we've seen that plain old folk, the corporate people, getting someone who appears to be quote just like you or someone who shares your concerns. Bandwagoning, can creating an illusion that there's a consensus. And stacking the cards against us. That's a true propaganda uh, technique. And uh, I just feel abused and used as much as anybody else uh, with all the misinformation, especially with as regarding coconut oil, the omega-3s. 
it, it is just it, it, it's uh, disheartening as a scientist. It's uh, disheartening as a physician to see what's happening to my profession. Uh, this might be a good time to uh, uh, just bring you a little summary of a book I'm trying to read right now uh, called Sustainable Medicine. It's written by a Dr. Sarah Myhill, she's a veteran clinician based in the UK. Uh, her new book is Sustainable Medicine, Whistleblowing in the 21st Century Medical Practice, based on the premise that 21st century profit-driven Western medicine is failing to address the root causes of disease. Now, how many times have you heard that on this program? How many times have you heard Dr. Smith say, you got to get the splinter out? Her book is a book that aims to empower people to heal themselves by addressing the underlying causes of their illnesses. She presents a logical progression from identifying symptoms to understanding the mechanisms of disease to offering relevant tests and comprehensive toolbox of treatment strategies. You know, and just just a, one last thing that she says, and I'll, I'll be bringing you more from this book as I get into it, but uh, she often finds herself writing the diagnosis of P-M-I-T-D, which means the patient more intelligent than the doctor. So, you know, we say you, ha- you should be the CEO of your own body. Uh, th- th- this this book is, is going to be a very interesting read. Dr. Jerry, how's your week going? Phenomenal. I keep learning Excellent. so much information from all these new topics that you keep throwing at, at our group. <laughs> and uh, it's just incredible. It just keeps it expanding my brain as einstein said once you stretch the brain it can never go back to its original size (laughs) (laughs) it it is really true well uh it's just 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 amazing what's what's been happening uh you know let's let me just start off uh with a with an opener uh about coconut oil i got i got calls a couple weeks ago from friends in philadelphia saying that on cbs news the harvard professor whatever well, here's what I, here's my take on it. Like a bad penny that keeps turning up, the attack on coconut oil is making this return engagement. And now we're being told that one of the healthiest oils you can find is actually a pure poison. Well, that dramatic statement comes from Karen Mickles, whose killer resume includes such notable institutions as both Columbia University, Cambridge University, in addition to her current position as adjunct professor at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. But ladies and gentlemen, that harm, uh, those degrees don't seem to have made her any smarter when it comes to this healthful oil. And we'll, we'll, go, we'll talk about this more later because uh, Dr. Jerry and I have prepared some stuff for you. But according to Dr. Mickles, it contains high levels of saturated fat that can clog our arter- arteries. A good grief. I thought we, we, we've been talking about saturated fat. It's like entering the twilight zone and being transported back into the 60s when all saturated fats got slammed. And the real artery-clogging culprits, what were they? Trans fatty acids. They re- and this, this, the saturated fats received a mistaken clean uh, – the, the trans fatty acids received a mistaken clean bill of health when it was really the saturated fats that were not bad. Now, thank goodness we appear to know better now. But it looks like this Harvard expert is trying to take us back to the dark ages of nutrition because although it may be a relative newcomer to the United States, coconut oil has been a staple in tropical local locales for thousands of years. In fact, a study published back in 1981 in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that inhabitants of two Pacific islands whose diets were largely coconut-based and high in, get this, saturated fats had very little vascular disease. The closest we can get to mirroring their diet is eating the virgin coconut oil you can now find on most supermarket shelves. Now, where your brain is concerned, a joint study from the University of Copenhagen and the National Institute of Health found that a diet high in healthy fat, precisely the kind found in coconut oil, that's the fat found in coconut oil, healthy fat can postpone the aging of the brain. This delicious oil is also known to up your levels of the good cholesterol, HDL, and contains high amounts of lauric acid, a medium-chain fatty acid that has antiviral, antifungal properties. And guess what? It can prevent bone loss. And we're talking about coconut oil. 
actually, it's amazing that the big pharmaceutical companies haven't jumped in and made coconut oil into some obscenely high-priced drug by now. And I'm, I'm truly amazed. It's also an exceptional oil to cook with. It has a high smoking point, which means it's perfect to use in a hot pan saute of just about any food you want to make. As for choosing between coconut oil and olive oil, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Both should be in your kitchen. But whichever oil you cook with, make sure it's not soy, corn, or canola. No matter what you hear about these oils, especially canola, being heart-healthy choices, remember that 99.9% of those three oils come from food crops that are genetically modified. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the real pure poison. So that's my take on coconut oil based on what what, uh, we've been hearing on television. Uh, What do you have to say about that, Jerry? I know you have a lot to say. Well, yeah, I appreciate the time here to to, uh, share with our listeners. But in dentistry, you could do oil pulling with a tablespoon of coconut oil in the mouth for like 15 minutes. It literally helps pull the toxins out of the jaw bones and the gums. It's good for inflammation in the mouth. It's so simple. You know, swish it around for 15 minutes, then spit it out. Uh, It doesn't get any easier than that. Uh, Another interesting thing is for drug-resistant epilepsy in children, the uh, coconut oils, the fatty acids have shown promise with that. Uh, You don't hear about this on 11 o'clock news because it's not a prescription. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, they haven't hopped on that, and it's not expensive. And it tastes good, too. That's the other interesting thing. And it can't hurt you. (laughs) The other wild thing is it'll help you lose weight. I think you may have mentioned it. But what was tickled my fancy, they did a study with uh, 40 women uh, with abdominal obesity and only did with two tablespoons of coconut oil per day. And a significant reduction in both the basal metabolic uh, rates and their waist circumference uh, dropped over you know twelve week period, so something as simple as two tablespoons plus it'll curb your appetite because you know it gets your blood uh, sugars up after the fat gets metabolized and um, does wonderful things for curbing your appetite and also take cutting your waistline down and you don't have to go join you know a, a gym and go on a treadmill for you know two hours a day um, so that's kind of Interesting. You know, coconut oil is loaded with vitamin E, and it literally will sit on your countertop for five years before it will go rancid. So, you know, as a great antioxidant for vitamin E for your skin, you apply it to your skin. Um, It's just a tremendous benefits. Uh, And also for the brain, what I didn't realize in my research, it really cleared it up about ketosis. One of the problems when you do fasting is that after you deplete the stores of glycogen in your liver, your body starts to tear down muscle tissue to make the glucose. But the the ketones that are produced from the fats protect the body from degenerating, and the ketones actually feed the brain more effectively than than the glucose. So it's good for Alzheimer's, you know, MS, any of the neurological degenerative diseases. So that was kind of a little bit enlightening from my perspective and um, something simple to share. It prevents the yeah. degeneration of the body and, and feed the brain more efficiently. So are, is it neuroprotective? Then, Absolutely. Uh, to the yeah, brain? it protects the neurons, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, something that uh, has been brought to my attention, too, is because uh, uh, I do like my coffee, but if you put ghee and, and coconut oil in coffee – I mean that's a brain booster right there, you know. If you, uh, as long as you're well hydrated, so it is. It is something that our bodies know how to use. They use it uses it efficiently. It it does get to the brain. The brain, you know. I, I'm going to bring this up later if we get a chance to talk more about omega threes. But your brain, I was going to say, is like bacon. You take away the fat, it's not nothing left. There's nothing left worth having, because bacon is 60% fat, and guess what? So is your brain. Sixty percent fat. So your brain needs fat. Believe me. So, so if someone you, you, calls you, you a fathead. It's actually a compliment. 
That's absolutely right. That's if they call you square, you're perfect on all sides. <laughs> so that, that goes right along with that. So uh, the, these are uh, just incredible. Uh, I mean, how the the uh, uh, they could come out against coconut oil is it just blows my mind. Uh, uh, I, I, I haven't figured it out. It has to be. It has to be about money. I mean, it has to be well, about money. That, doc, that Dr. Nichols, it's one from Harvard that you said down the uh, coconut, yeah. the benefits of coconut. She probably also yeah. went to the Joseph Goebbels School of Disinformation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to try and find there. There is an article that I saw. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, I've been working uh, on a lot of different projects this week, so I'm not as organized as I usually am. But uh, there, there is an article out there that's saying it's easy now for the drug companies to fight uh, – uh, coconut oil, because the FDA says saturated fats are bad for you. Now, how about that? How about that? Well, uh, look at so, all the uh, primitive people on these islands that have been eating coconut oil and other saturated fats for decades, and they have no heart problems, no clogged arteries. I mean, it's a scam. You know, it's, again, it's it's all disinformation, and you know, back. In the uh, 60s, the CIA came out with a defense. Anyone who's telling the truth, they call them a conspiracy theorist. So this is how they attack the authorities that are telling the truth by, you know, little phrases and, uh, you know, calling someone a conspiracy theorist because they have to disarm them because they don't want the truth out to the people. Yeah, and 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 they're in cahoots with the uh, with the FDA and like like Dr. Wong says, the best government agency money could buy. So uh, uh, I can't find my uh, my my uh, article on the, that I got from the FDA, but the FDA actually came out against coconut oil. Wow! Is it is that a what a surprise that was? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, the bottom line is coconut oil is a saturated fat. Uh, you can use it for to, for tooth pulling. Some people say it even helps with cavities. It's good for per, periodontal uh, problems. Uh, it's good for to to cook with. It has uh, you can just about you can use that in olive oil interchangeably. Uh, so I, I don't know there are, there are probably like a hundred uses for coconut oil, uh, and I think I did a program on that before Dr. Jerry joined me. And but again, I, I don't have my notes from that show. But there's a, at least a hundred uh, uses for coconut oil. Um, so Jerry, what, what do, you, do you have any final words about coconut oil? Then we'll, sum, we'll summarize it up again at the end. Yeah, next time you're in a Thai restaurant, order coconut ice cream. <laughs> 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 now it, well, you know what's interesting? The, the the shells from the coconut, they actually grind it up, and they use it for kitty litter, and it, it's probably the most absorbent. Um, product out there because when I first got my cats I was experimenting with these different things then I bought an automatic you know a, a litter box and I couldn't use it but the attributes of the coconut shell is just phenomenal it deodorizes it's more absorbent and the cats actually like the softer material when they're uh, sitting in it you know doing their jobs but anyway so nothing goes to waste with the coconut you can cook with it it, it you know, make an egg in it, fish in it, anything. It's just phenomenal. And you know what I do with it? Uh, you can you can have charcoal made from the shell, and it's a great uh, detoxifier. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know that about in dentistry. Some people say it can make your teeth whiter. I'm I'm, I'm afraid it'd be a little bit uh, abrasive. But uh, my dad had a case of food poisoning. I gave him a, a tablespoon of a. a uh, charcoal made from coconut, along with some uh, silver water, some ionic silver water. Two hours later, he was fine. Just bound up all those toxins. So here, Je- Dr. Jerry, I did find some things here. Uh, coconut oil uses. You can cook with it, butter your toast. It's a natural energy booster. So it, and when I did this this program a year and a half ago, it, I said to use it with ch- chia seeds. A creamer for your coffee, uh, chocolate coconut fondue, boost nutrients in smoothies. You can make a healthy popcorn topping with it. It can re- it could be a replacement for nonstick cooking. Create 
your own homemade mayonnaise with it, a topping for baked potatoes, replacing unhealthy fats when baking, make homemade healthy granola with it, a sports drink replacement, a natural throat lozenge. Use coconut oil in place of store-bought lozenges that have a lot of artificial flavors and colors into it, okay? It can prolong, believe it or not, it can prolong the freshness of age. You can use coconut oil to seal the pores in the eggshell to prolong the life of the eggs in your refrigerator. Just wipe them down with, uh, uh, wipe the eggs down with coconut oil. Let it penetrate, and it stops them from getting oxidized. Uh, but here's one that you so, missed. Go ahead. I got, I got a hundred more. I know, but and I guarantee you, in a hundred more, you're not going to have this one, this pearl that I'm going to share with our listeners, because <laughs> those of you who have cats out there, and I Uh-oh. hope there's a lot of them, because I'm a cat lover now. Anyway, you take a little half a teaspoon of coconut oil, and you mix it into your cat food. It helps to pass the, the fur boil bowl so that they don't throw them up. I bet you didn't have not that on my, your list. Not, not on my list. Not on my list. Not even in, 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 in my computer. <laughs> oh, God. we got to do a veterinary show now. Uh, well, anyways, a natural hair conditioner. And I, I, do, I do use it when I shave. Uh, just I use a natural soap, but no, no, no phytates in the soap along with coconut oil. It makes a great... Uh, 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 a great uh, product to, to shave with. Um, anyway, hey, here's one. Here, uh, cheekbone highlighter. Try using coconut in place of makeup to add shine to your cheekbones and eyelids. Do you do that? Not lately. <laughs> <laughs> I do it on my uh, eyelashes, okay. though. <laughs> There, there's just it can be used around the house. If you have a zipper that's stuck, you can use coconut oil. Boy, are we getting off? You can shine your shoes with it. Furniture polish. I mean, it is an incredible. That's all I can say. An incredible product, and there's no reason to be afraid of it. Uh, you can use it externally, internally, and you can use it with your cat. All right. So, what can I say? That that sort of does a lot. Um. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, we have Dr. Wong uh, on for two sessions, October 2nd and October 16th, and you're going to learn a lot about uh, uh, systemic enzymes. Uh, personally, and with my friends having a lot of good success, I know Dr. Jerry's using it. Uh, one of my friends who he is treating is just feeling great, and she's on it. Uh, it's it's just an incredible product using pharmaceutical grade enzymes, not uh, any old enzyme. Pharmaceutical grade enzymes. That's why it's a little bit more expensive, but you get what you pay for. And uh, where where pancreatic cancer by Dr. Gonzalez used to be treated with a hundred enzyme pills, uh, probably eight to ten of Dr. Wong's pills would have been equal to that hundred. So uh, mark your calendars, October second and October sixteenth. And uh, we're really working hard to bring you that, both uh, an audio version and a, uh, a video version. And hopefully we'll have that in place by that time. All right. I guess we did have uh, – did want to say a little bit of something on uh, on omega-3s and omega-6s. And I know, Dr. Jerry – well, omega-3s, gosh. Uh, that's a real problem, isn't it, in this country? Don't we have well, yeah, too much because- omega-6 in our diet? Absolutely. All the snack and junk foods are loaded with omega-6s, which cause pain and inflammation. Yep. So those of you who have had arthritic problems, you know, keep eating those snack foods, and then you're going to have to take your ibuprofen and all the other NSA drugs and your aspirin. But it's, it's just a joke. You get back to the nutrient, basic nutrients, and these symptoms disappear. Yeah, and and. and- do we do do should we go into the difference between omega six and omega three? Uh, because even now the Harvard University comes out against coconut oil, but they say in research that they conducted that omega three fatty acid deficiency is officially one of the top ten causes of death in America, claiming the lives of ninety six thousand people a year. So on one hand, uh, you know they they just. Uh, 
I guess whatever, who has ever paying the bill. Out of 12 dietary, lifestyle, and metabolic risk factors examined in this study, omega-3 fatty acids deficiency ranked as the sixth highest killer of Americans. And according to Harvard now, these deaths are considered preventable since getting enough omega-3 fatty acids in your diet can ward off this common cause of death and fish oil benefits of omega-3 intake as a potent omega-3 source. So any anything about fish oil and heart disease and you know, everything that it can cause, and what is it? Well, bottom right, line can... is, yeah, your, your omega-3 deficiency conditions, these are some very popular, unipolar depression, postpartum depression, bipolar disorder, a tendency for suicide, homicide, violence, criminal behavior, Irritability associated with depression, anxiety, memory problems, poor learning, um, attention deficit, hyperactivity dysfunction, dyslexia, alcoholism, and chemical dependency. So there's a lot of common symptoms that, you know, people run to their doctor and get these psychedelic drugs, you know, the NSA drugs and uh, all this other craziness, which actually makes you addictive to these things and puts weight on you. <laughs> Well, and an important thing, ladies and gentlemen, about having the omega threes that, that that it comes up time and time again. It's a, it's about the the blood brain barrier. Okay, uh, I have read an article recently where it's called a security a security system more effective than any deadbolt or alarm meant to protect your brain, and they, that is the omega three fatty acids. Okay, it, it is really a brain food and. Uh, Another study out of Harvard uh, says that uh, how the blood-brain barrier stays closed to block intruders by using omega-3 fatty acids. To keep this barrier from becoming leaky, the team investigated the complex process which in, which, by which lipids containing omega-3 fatty acids is moved into the cell membranes. It all boils down to the fact that your mom was right on target. When she said fish is brain food, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time you've heard this. We've talked about it many times on this program. Last year, I told you about how type 2 diabetes diabetics can cut their risk of a sight-stealing complication, diabetic retinopathy. They can cut it in half simply with two weekly servings of fish. And, of course, you know there's a long list of health benefits. Dr. Jerry's going to tell you more about that to consuming the two main omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA, especially where your heart is concerned. But recently, again, I told you about a study that found those fatty acids can benefit you even more if you're at a high risk for heart disease. And, and how about rheumatoid arthritis? Dr. Jerry just mentioned arthritis. Yeah, omega-3s can help you with that too. The study out of the University of Florida went so far as to say that if you consume more omega-3s early on, you may block rheumatoid arthritis progression, that you may block it from getting active inflammation. Now, it might seem uh, easy enough to make sure you're getting a good amount of omega-3s in your diet, especially if you're a fish lover. But ladies and gentlemen, as we've been telling you about farming practices, the modern-day farming practices, especially farm fish, they have managed to slash the amounts of naturally occurring omega-3s in foods by as much as 40%. Large-scale agriculture has actually managed to make our food less nutritious. So I, I'm going to start it off here. I'm going to say I recommend taking a high-quality fish oil supplement daily. Eat plenty of salmon. Not, not yeah, you have plenty of good now. fishes. Yeah, Dr. Ron, you know, you have the mackerel has like... Over 4,000 milligrams per serving. Salmon has wow. 4,000 milligrams per serving. Cod liver oil, 2,664 per serving. Herring, 3,000. Uh, oysters, 565 milligrams per serving. Sardines, 2,200. Anchovies and caviar. So there's plenty of choices, you know, to boost your omega-3s from the fish store. And I always, <clears throat> when you go to a restaurant, ask, is it is it wild-caught, not farm-raised? So you got to be careful. Yeah, and and Atlantic salmon is a is a trade name for farm raised salmon. So just because right. it says Atlantic salmon, that's just a name. Uh, how about plant based? Uh, do you use do you use anything like from chia, yeah, chia seeds? Yeah, we have a supplement uh, from one company that has a you know plant based uh, omega three sixes and nines. 
hemp oil basically has the perfect balance of three sixes and nines. So those people who are out there taking hemp oil, you're getting the best source for a balanced omega three sixes and nines. Now the hemp oil is that the same as the CBD, the cannabinoids, or not? Yeah, it's, they use hemp oil right without the THC because the THC, which is a hallucinogenic, actually is going to shrink your brain. So people think that they're they're getting away with something. They're actually damaging their their brain. Wow. All right, so you know, uh, try and get it through your diet. Uh, you can, you can uh, I think walnuts is even uh, high in, in uh, omega threes. Uh, so you know, you, if you're eating a diet with good uh, wild fish and and some good uh, plant based uh, omega threes, but I can tell you that there's a lot of research out there that shows that is showing that uh, you can you need a you need animal based omega threes. It's really important for your for your health, heart health and for your health in general. Uh, so you can't get it all uh, from vegetarian sources. Um, okay, so that, that's omega three. So basically, in our diets, we get too much omega six fats I mean, from the trans fats and everything, and that's what's really causing us to have a lot of problems. Our, our balance, if I remember, Mercola used to say one to one. We're not we're not getting that. Uh, anywhere near that, uh, so you you want to try and increase your uh, intake of omega three fatty acids, and uh, some are better than others, and you don't want the farm raised fish. Well, how about some of the indicators of essential fatty acid deficiency? Because you know all this good information that we're giving the people, let's give them some you know food for thought and to look at their own. Uh, health status. You know, you get a blood test back, elevated triglycerides. Uh, It was in the uh, American Journal of Clinical Nutrition back in 99. You know, a whole article on that, on elevated triglycerides as an indicator of essential fatty acid deficiency. Elevated cholesterol. You know, you can have a low thyroid causing cholesterol, but you can also have essential fatty acid deficiency causing increased cholesterol. High blood pressure. You know, again, ah. you can have low uh, low thyroid causing that, but there's essential fatty acid connection to it also. Thickened and uh, thin cracked heels and calluses, it's essential fatty acid. Uh, scaly, rough, dry skin. Again, American Journal of Clinical Nutrition in 95 had a whole article on that. Dandruff, brittle or soft nails, dry, brittle hair. Uh, chronic inflammation, which we talked about so often with the enzyme issues, uh, again, essential fatty acid because of the prostaglandin 1 and 3s that are deficient. Chronic pain syndrome, arthritis, fibromyalgia, migraines, airborne and food allergies, uh, poor slow healing of wounds and injury, excessive earwax accumulation, physical weakness, low stamina, chronic fatigue, excess body fat, excess of thirst, frequent urination. So, you know, these are common things that a lot of people have, and the doctors right away want to write your prescription to mask the darn symptom. So if you have these symptoms, is the symptoms enough to say, I got it, and start supplementing? Uh, how, how does that work? Is there another, well, is there another most, way to te- te- test for well, this? Most, most people are not getting enough essential fatty acids in their diet, so it's not going to hurt you to add any, you know, these foods into your diet. Okay, I guess that was really my question. Can you OD on on essential fatty acids? Only if you you swim in it. I would think, I, the other <laughs> thing I would think, maybe it does affect uh, blood clotting, doesn't it? Well, it'll thin so out the blood. So if you're going to go, go, go for a surgical procedure or something, you might want to just be a little bit careful. I, yeah, I, the I, bottom line is, I yeah, I mean, it's too simple. The processed foods, especially the sugars, okay, and all the chemical food, that's what causes your blood to get thick like sour cream. And the enzymes that we've been, you know, touting, the food-grade enzymes, the pharmaceutical-grade enzymes, um, and the minerals and the vitamins, they all work together to keep your blood flowing and thin. Uh, It's crazy. I know I was dating a woman. She was spending $1,200 a month on a drug to thin her blood because she had blood clots in her lung. And I kept telling her, I said, you need enzymes, but, you know, it's hard to uh, raise people that are close to you because they don't listen to you. But it's not. 
Yeah. And that reminds, reminds me, I sent you that article, uh, New England Journal of Medicine last week. Aspirin has no benefits and may increase cancer mortality. New England Journal of Medicine. All all this time, everybody's been told to take an aspirin a day or whatever. Lots of people we're, that we are your not, kidneys. Not, <laughs> yeah, we're not aspirin deficient. There's no aspirin deficiency syndrome. I mean, uh, you know, Bayer, Bayer, Bayer's the company Bayer's bought Monsanto, and they're getting hit with all these uh, lawsuits on glyphosate now. Now, the, the aspirin is being taken away from them. You know, with this this so-called wonder drug. Uh, it is it is a wonder drug, and it is a drug, but it's been treated as a as a vitamin. And uh, daily daily aspirin, ladies and gentlemen, is harmful for your health, uh, uh, as as stated by us. My, mainly a lot of naturopathic physicians, and now by the so-called New England Journal of Medicine. Um, there are natural. Well, remember also, yeah, the FDA came out with a revision of their recommendation on the aspirin. They said if you have not had a heart attack, there's no need to take aspirin as a preventative measure. All of a sudden, they're changing their tune. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just just trying to bring it down to you know common terms. You know, if you have inflammation, uh, uh, you could be uh, have not. You know, like Doctor Jerry says, you're going to be deficient. Uh, if you're you know one thing as a preventative, if you're if you're low in omega three fatty acids, you have a higher risk for heart disease and a high cholesterol. Well, and not only heart disease, like, how about atrial yeah atrial fibrillation. I mean, people are suffering from these things, and, you know, they go to their doctor right away. They want to put them on a fancy drug. But, you know, uh, the omega-3s help with atrial fibrillation along with magnesium. Uh, then you have your peripheral neuropathy with your diabetic situations. Again, you need the essential fatty acids, macular degeneration, poor wound healing. Uh, we mentioned rheumatoid arthritis, and how about ulcerative colitis, psoriasis, and atopic dermatitis. I mean, it just boggles the mind that most of these commercials on TV are really talking about essential fatty acid deficiency. Yeah, and and you know what? What do we say, ladies and gentlemen, is the basic cause of most chronic diseases? It's inflammation. And what do omega-3 foods do? They help lower the risk of heart disease and all these other problems because of their inflammation reducing ability i mean it, it's incredible they're needed for neurological function dr jerry just went through that and okay mood regulation and one thing hormone production you need good omega-3s to produce your hormones so um uh, and gosh, how does, just, so just, many people are suffering from dry eye syndrome you need the essential ah, fatty acids to, to create the lubricants uh, the fibrocystic breast, it was in the British Journal of Surgery in 92, a whole article relating it to the uh, signs and symptoms and of other indicators of essential fatty acid deficiency. Recurrent migraines, uh, you know, excessive thirst, frequent urination, diabetes situation, Alzheimer's, and even celiac disease can be a manifestation of essential fatty acid deficiencies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? I see a lot of callers here. Uh, just see anybody have any questions? Let me open up. Oh, Dr. Dan's here. Hey, Dr. Dan. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Okay, I'm. I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'm oh, hanging in there on the on the porch. Oh, it's good to hear from you. All right. Yeah, uh, any qu- any questions or com- comments about what we've been talking about? Well, first of all, I I I mentioned this. Uh, I'm going back to coconut oil just for a second uh, about this Cameron Michaels that calls it poison. I mentioned yeah. it to my wife. My wife said, "Don't even talk to me about that." That Cameron Michaels that doesn't know. Uh-huh. I'm using coconut oil. It's good stuff. So that's good. what we agreed on. That it's. Good stuff and not not poison, like she says. Uh, back to the uh, to the omega threes. I I do take a supplement every day. I I take two, in fact. I take two grams a day. So I don't know what you what you think of that versus um, the salmon, 
and the um, and the other fish that contain uh, the omega threes. Well, it can't hurt you, that's for sure. What exactly. I've heard, I've heard some doctors recommend six of these a day. Well, Even it depends how deficient they are. You know, see, I don't. Every patient that I see, we we literally energetically test on dosage. So I, I don't go by standard package recommendations or, you know, even if an article gives a, a recommended dose. Everyone's an energetic and chemical individual, and you have to test for that difference. That's all. I uh, I also want to uh, uh, mention, yeah, well, I, I do take the uh, two a day, and they and they seem fine. Um, and and it does thin the blood to some degree, correct? There is a uh, decrease Absolutely. in the clotting factor. Yeah, so you um, got to be yeah. careful if you're taking any blood thinners, uh, Coumadin or any of the other rat poisons out there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sold my life. You go to Home Depot. You don't even you don't even need yeah. a prescription. You go to Home Depot and get rat poison. You save yourself some money. Uh, yeah, you got to you got to be you got to be careful with that stuff. And um, um. I don't know. Uh, what about um, what about steroids? Do, do they decrease the uh, um, clotting factor in the blood at all? I don't think so, but I I, I would say that. I'm not positive about that. No. All right, so look, Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan, there are a lot of yeah. omega three foods. Let's let's just give our listeners some. And Dr. Dr. Jerry okay. started this mackerel, salmon. Again, we're talking salmon, about. Right. Wild, okay, and you know one thing that, that that as as kids and you heard is growing up is cod liver oil. Uh, it still has a a lot of omega threes in it, and if you don't, you know, and walnuts and seeds and herring, uh, chia seeds, they're they're loaded with omega three. Now we're going to hear about flaxseed from Dr. Wong because flaxseeds not only have omega three but they are very high in estrogen. So we, we got to be careful of estrogen because, as Dr. Wong says, 90-some percent of cancers are caused by too much estrogen. And we'll get into that when we talk talk to him. Uh, sardines, and like Dr. Jerry said, not only hemp oil, but hemp seeds, anchovy, natto, and egg yolks. This, this egg white fe, uh, fetish it just it made a lot of people a lot, a lot of people sick. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, avoid conventionally raised non-organic non-grass-fed beef. You want farm-raised. You want to avoid farm-raised fish. Uh, and I, you know, I, I, I used to recommend krill oil, but krill oil is made from bottom-feeding fish, and I, I've, I've stopped recommending krill oil as an omega-3 supplement. But you know, I wanted to ask you about that. What's your feeling about that, Jerry? Well, what's interesting about krill oil? The, the one company that. Uh, makes the vegetarian source of uh, omega fatty acids. They had a major contract with a krill uh, producer up in the you know North Atlantic, and what he found uh -huh. out was that they use acetone to cleanse the krill oil to pull out the chemicals. Mm. So, yeah, the CEO of the company he lost a quarter of a million dollar contract because he he, had, he backed out of. He says I can't give my people any natural substance that has chemical, you know, contamination. So that's why he switched over to the vegetable source, uh, essential fatty acids. So, you know, wow. pumpkin seed oil, uh, borage oil, uh, you know, olive oil. That I mean, it just, it's nuts today. I mean, yeah. you can have the best, you know, Atlantic fish and the oil, but they're using chemicals to extract any contaminants and it's just poisoning it. Wow. Okay. That's, well, that's, that, that's the second reason to avoid krill oil. Then. Mm -hmm. That's that's a second reason to we avoid krill. We talk about the um, Alaskan salmon. And that's well, pure, yeah, that's the pure that's salmon quality. that comes yeah. right to the ocean. Am I correct? Hopefully. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully, it's 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 not the farm salmon because we don't want the farm salmon that that some of these places sell or the Atlantic salmon. Because they're not the pure ones. We don't know what they're well, feeding those. All right. So long as it doesn't say made in China, right? Yeah. <laughs> made or, in or China. 
I haven't yeah. come across yeah. that one yet. <laughs> All right. So but, we talked but, about wait, how important I went to fat is and, and oh, bacon. Sorry, and, go ahead. Okay. And, you know, you just have to take things into your own hands. And just remember, your liver turns uh, the fatty acids, which come from plants, into fatty acids that usually come from fish and meat. And once it does, it sends your brain exactly what it needs. So, I mean, uh, you really should have most of it from uh, from fish, but, uh, and, uh, but if you want to get it from seeds, your liver does the work. But as good as your liver is, remember, your liver, you really got to take care of your liver. And I was at a, at a, a function last night. And uh, an intelligent people I were talking to did not know about fructose and acetaminophen in the liver. In fact, one of the persons I was talking to owns uh, railway cars. And he says one railway car will hold 18,000 pounds of fructose. And he says he knows they make a million cans of Coke from that, but did not know what the, the, the side effects of fructose. So it's, it's really – so fructose does affect your liver, Okay. But I will tell you it's just something uh, a little bit about uh, converting the, the omegas to, from ALA to D. It's just a chemical thing. That, but if you give yourself a little curcumin, the compound that's in turmeric, uh, you know, the curry that Indians use, if you, a little bit of this spice can cause the amount of DHA coming out of your liver to shoot up. And shortly after, the amount of DHA into your brain spikes too. So that means your body isn't just making more of the stuff. It's sending it right to where it's needed most. And where's that, ladies and gentlemen? Your noggin, which is over 60% fat, where it can help manage your mood and prevent or reverse depression. Okay? So, uh, you know, these these, these fatties, these mega-3s can protect your memory, making sure you don't... Uh, Maybe you can't prevent it, but it can help you not get into that cognitive decline and dementia. Now, if you add curcumin, that can protect your brain as well. And I can tell you it is being investigated as a dementia treatment, but it probably won't catch on until the big pharmaceutical companies uh, come up with a, uh, a synthetic version and charge an arm and a leg for it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my advice today, along with taking omega-3 supplements, is boost your curcumin intake. Either by eating more Indian food or taking a supplement, uh, I think that'll help your brain. Okay, Doctor Dan, I, I you were going to say something. I forgot what it was. Now it's going. <laughs> if it comes okay, back, I like you know. <laughs> go take your coconut oil and, and curcumin. All right, Doctor Jerry. Maybe uh, I how need. About, how, what? Yeah, maybe I need some Prevagen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so. Is flaxseed oil, do you use that in your practice? Do you recommend it for anything? I used to until I, you know, got the information <laughs> from Dr. Wong. But, uh, yeah, a lot of top people, uh, Gerson and his cancer diet use flax oil. Uh, Johanna Budwig used flax oil back in the 50s. But as Dr. Wong said, it may help initially with the cancer. But guess what? When it comes back again, the flax oil will send, you know, make it actually worse because of the estrogenic factor. Yeah, that, that, and that's one good thing about this this, this doctor. He, uh, you know, we, we, Dr. Jerry and I posed that question to him about Dr. Joanna Budwig, and he had the answer, and it was a really uh, thought out answer with uh, with, with uh, uh, qualifications. I mean, with references. Uh, yeah, it helps initially because jo- Joanna Budwig. She, her fame was uh, what cottage cheese, cottage cheese and flax oil. Yep, flip it together. Right. Yeah, and uh, but that, 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 initially it did great, but long term it did not. So you know we're gonna we're we're gonna talk a lot about flaxseed oil, soy, and uh, we're gonna talk about something that he talked to me about, and that's about the difference between wine and beer. Beer is less estrogenic than wine. It is less estrogenic than wine. I don't know. I have to talk to him about that one. You say beer is less estrogenic than wine? That's what that's what he says. Yep. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll when he's on we'll we'll get him on that one. And, uh, anyway, so look, ladies and gentlemen, I, I mean, there's so much we could talk about. It sometimes I find myself uh, stuttering because we told you about aspirin. 
Another article out this week was Aspartame, putting the dye, D-I-E, into dieting since 1981. Horrible stuff. Dr. Jerry told me about a, a, a story that he's familiar with, with these artificial sweeteners, but they do put the D-I-E, dye, into dieting, okay? There's an article out, eating cheese and butter every day linked to living longer. Well, you know, butter's, become, butter's coming back, and pretty soon we'll be like Dr. Uh, Douglas used to say, you know, lard will be making a comeback. Uh, another article this week was half of our patients are using their medications incorrectly. They don't know when to take them, take them, they're, they're mixing them. Again, another reason to go to your pharmacist like uh, uh, Apothecare 360, get a brown bag checkup, uh, horrible, you know, just so, so you know what, which, which drugs react with another. There's another one. Studies show microwaves drastically reduce nutrients in food. What's, uh, what's a microwave good for, Dr. Jerry? Da, 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 da. Yeah, for destroying people, especially people you don't like. And keep keeping time. <laughs> that was that, that's the one I remember. You. That was it. That was yes, yeah, that was that was yours. I have to and. Uh, uh, we talked about salt, and we talked. We didn't talk about dirty vaccines, but the, the the vaccines are they're going to have a vaccine for everything. And there was another study out about Splenda, sucralose, and and how and and these studies continue to confirm the dangers of this this sweetener. Uh, uh, that's almost in everything. It's a it's a general purpose sweetener now for it's it's all over in the European Union by the way sucralose is known under the ad, additive code E955 uh it, it's it's not that safe uh, so you know we we've talked about it we don't have to talk about it again but again more and more studies are coming out to show you that i hate to hate to say that uh well, I will say it. We're ahead of the curve on, on Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Dr. You know, we bring you information you don't hear for years before, uh, you know, the, the general public. We, you'll hear it here first. Uh, you don't have to agree with us. You can go and, and, and look it up. But uh, sucralose, we've, this new study is finding out something we told you months ago. It's metabolized and stored in your body. Why would you want this toxin stored in your body? Okay, so uh, we, need, we need to have new 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 guidelines on sucralose. In fact, we don't need it at all. It's they're finding out. It's, uh, by the way, it's not an inert compound and can cause liver damage with regular use. Something else we need to 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 beat up on our livers. And uh, so you know why we need a liver detox every so often. Here here's 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 a reason why. By the way, you know if you're having how many people do you know. Uh, have wheezing, shortness of breath, swelling of their eyelids, stuffy or runny nose, uh, bloodshot eyes, bloating, gas, joint pains. You know, this this study showed that Splenda can do all of that if you're eating a lot of it, okay? And that could be a reaction to Splenda, some of this stuff. You go to your physician, he's not going to know that. All right, Dr. Uh, Jerry, what do you got to say? I'm I sort of I, I want to apologize to our listeners. I wasn't that organized today, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised when you uh, we come online uh, with a video version of the of this program. Uh, we're working really hard on it, uh, Dr. Jerry. I'm turning it over to you. Yeah, well, you know the aspartame, you know, can be a source for headaches that give you all the symptoms of MS. You know, it breaks down to formaldehyde, formic acid. Um, and um, yeah, and methanol. I mean, it, wow. it's just unbelievable. And and this stuff's allowed to be on the marketplace. It's just a pure poison. And the people yeah. think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Let me ask you a question. Uh, do you do, you, uh, do a liver detox with your clients? Well, we do liver Are transplants. You, it's quicker. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Covered by insurance. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's a code for a liver transplant, but not for a detox of the liver. Come on. <laughs> absolutely. Should, you know, Do you want to yeah, detox let me, your liver? Can I get a liver transplant? My insurance will cover it. <laughs> sign me up, Doc. Sign me up. <laughs> but here's the key. You know, it only took me 35 plus years to figure out the sequence. When I approach any problem, whether it be cancer, you know, uh, MS, neurological, anything, you have to clean the filter out first. That's your liver. 
the bottom line is the blood of your entire body goes to the liver every three minutes. So if your liver is congested and it can't break down the, the toxins and store it in your bile and get it out of your body, you keep recirculating the same dirty oil, the same dirty blood. And that's why people get worse and worse. So you got to go after the liver with herbs, vitamins, coffee enemas. Then you have to go after uh, homeopathic drainage remedies. So first you clean the filter, then you open up the drainage remedies so that the body can dump and get it quicker to the liver. And the third thing, you go after heavy metals because if you don't get rid of the heavy metals, you can't get rid of the infections. Candida, strep, staph, any of the, all these viruses, you've got to get rid of the heavy metals. So we do that third. And then fourth, we go after the chemicals, the pesticides, the dioxins. And then fifth, we go after the vaccines. So that's the sequence that I use. And we have a tremendous success rate because you're reducing the Herxheimer incidence. Herxheimer refers to adverse reactions when you start to detox, the diarrhea, the headaches, the uh, rashes. So that's my two cents worth. But let me tell you, it's one of the most powerful sequencing that, that I've ever come across. And, um, it, and it works. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and 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 uh, you know what? Maybe we should talk more about that next week. And 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 another uh, subject we should talk about is easy water or, or structured water uh, that that Dr. Pollock referred to the H three O two that extra hydrogen and how this this gel phase of water because I think this is going to become much uh, more important as we go on. And again, we're going to be ahead of the curve. Uh, t- telling our, our listeners about uh, uh, structured water. Uh, I've been doing it, and I actually ozonate my water now on a regular basis. So uh, do, you, do you have experience with the, with structured water, Jerry, personally? Yeah, basically, uh, Igor Smirnov, a Russian Ph.D. researcher, discovered that when Chernobyl had the meltdown back in '86. Uh, You know, about 3 million people died as a result of the radiation exposure. But what was fascinating, there was one group of people that did not come down with cancer. And it literally took Igor Smirnov uh, 13 years to figure out what the heck was going on. And what he discovered, they were drinking water from the Caucasus Mountains, and that turned out to be structured, which means that the angulation of the water molecule was 114.5 versus 104.5 for regular water. And in layman's terms, the structured water gets through the cell membrane three times faster than regular water. So what he discovered is that these people drinking the structured water had a greater degree of hydration of the cells, which are not prone to succumb to the radiation exposure. And that's why they Hmm. lived. Well, and, I, and, and you mentioned something that that we talked about, and that's really important. That you can, you know, just drinking water if it's not the correct water, it comes right out your kidneys. But you're, the real value of water is when it can get into the cell, right, Jer? Yeah, exactly. Well, the key too, you know, you look at the animals that live around you, the rabbits, the squirrels, whatever. I mean, they're not drinking eight to ten glasses of water a day. You know, Dr. Campbell, you know, he had to move out of the country because the, they were attacking him because he was telling the truth. He was a conspiracy theorist. You drink so much water and it's not getting into the cells, you're going to burn your kidneys out. You know, that was his big uh, focus. So from my perspective, you know, if you're eating good quality organic vegetables and fruits and all, you're, you're getting enough fluids. But if you're going to the four main food groups, you know, Mickey D's, Taco Bell, Wendy's, you know, that kind of nonsense, you better drink 10 glasses of water a day because you're so damn toxic, you got to flush out the poisons. All right, Jerry, uh, they're giving me the 60-second time limit here now. Uh, apparently, okay. they're limiting us to an hour today. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, Dr. Ron, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. This was our 275th episode with an attitude of gratitude. I thank you for that. Next week, we'll have a general medical show, and then we'll bring you Dr. Wong, and hopefully by then, we'll have the audiovisual components all squared away. Uh, Dr. Dan, I hope things continue to improve in your family. We're working on it. Every day. Okay. Not what All I'm right. saying. 
I hear you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on the radio next week. Have a great night. Bye. Bye, Joe. Take care. Dr. Ron here. Another episode in the archives. See you all next week. Have a great night. Ciao.